0: Please remain seated and keep your arms and legs in at all times.
1: What's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. And I mentioned, my
0: dear Watson. Mm. What's in the box? Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. But why male models? Why so serious?
1: I am serious. Now, don't call me show. Well,
0: nobody's perfect. Go ahead. Make my day.
1: doing out here there is a legend in the jungles of the amazon of a tree that heals all it could change the world but if it gets into the wrong hands it could awaken a great evil i believe that the legend is real which it's not and i'm going to find it which you want when i do just imagine the lives that could be saved been looking for this tree longer than anybody I've tracked the legend to every village every island nothing you're searching for something that can't be found but you've never had the key let's do something that's safe let's go see some elephants there are no elephants in the Amazon and I don't even like elephants lady everybody likes elephants know this about the jungle everything that you see wants to kill you and can Careful, they can smell fear. I am not afraid.
0: (gasps) Welcome everybody to Pop Culture. I am Scott.
1: I am Jason. And I'm Monica.
0: Disney's Jungle Cruise, or as I like to call it, Disney's The Mummy (laughs) 2.0.
2: Yes, and a few other things. Maybe a bit of Pirates of the Caribbean 6.2. Yeah, African
1: <laughs> Queen. Romancing <laughs> the Stone Part 3 Electric boo yes, yes. Yeah, a bit of that
0: too. National um, Treasure. All of it painted with the thick CGI brush we could find.
2: Mm. <laughs>
0: um. So based on Disney's... Theme park rides. So this is, the, I believe, I could be wrong. I believe the third attempt Disney have done at adapting a theme park ride. No, fourth. Because which mountain is that a ride as well, or is that an old movie?
2: I have no, no. idea. <laughs> definitely
0: pirates. Definitely haunted mansion. Definitely jungle cruise. As far as the Disney theme park rides turned into movies. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit of fun,
1: I suppose. Yeah, it's. I'll start off by saying that I know this film isn't made for someone like me. It's um, on paper. The audience would be for families and definitely for kids. Um, so with that out of the way, I didn't find a lot of enjoyment in this movie. I thought it was flashy and it had a good cast, but um, that's about where it ends for me. <laughs> Um, like,
0: there were elements of it I, I enjoyed, and then there were things that painfully stuck out. Mm. So that's probably where it, where it um it is for me. The first things like from the go, I was like really enjoying it and I was like the mummy vibes were strong
1: from the uh <laughs> from the rip off <laughs> yeah. of the library stair scene. Yeah, completely. Yeah,
0: to like her having the the dandy fop brother to. <laughs> The big American action hero comes along and helps her out.
1: To find the MacGuffin, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then the weird eccentric people chasing after them.
1: Not just any eccentric, the Kaiser's son, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Proto-Nazis. So we're even ripping off Indiana Jones.
0: (laughs) It's always the (laughs) Krauts.
1: And the Spanish conquistadors as well. Yes,
0: yes. That um that was probably the thing. The accent, his um so beasting Matt Damon's accent is uh is
1: like Don't a oh leave Jesse Plemons alone. He's,
0: he's beasting Matt Damon from now on. <laughs> My mother, like, we we watched it like all of us in the household we sat down and watched it together. And my mother was like, oh, what happened
2: to Matt Damon? <laughs> 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 he doesn't look well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like Monica, definitely not my cup of tea. It's one of those things where, on paper, it probably looked like a, a great idea and had all this potential. Um, you know, Dwayne Johnson's usually quite, I don't know, it's. He's, He's someone who's sort of fun to watch because he doesn't take himself seriously. But pushing it to the lame dad joke part, I just i sort of <laughs> going like, "Yeah, it, dad jokes can end up being funny if it plays out well." But this one just they they fall flat as they should in the terms flat of the actual, is the, j- uh,
0: the actual characters. Yeah, yeah. To jokes.
2: yes, yeah, and then Emily Blunt totally wasted uh, it. For me, it all came down to this really fast-paced editing. If you watch it, it's probably barely a shot that goes longer than four seconds. And it could be just a conversation where you'd expect a little bit more suspense and time placed on it for an emotional impact, and it just cuts, 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 cuts. Mm-hmm. And it really just... The
0: point just... in my conversations where it even cut away to, like, frogs.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I don't... It, <laughs> I'm not sure whether they're trying to do that for pace or it was over bloated and cut down, but it actually really ruined it. And I, I couldn't even judge their acting, to be honest, because of the amount of cuts. You don't get enough time to see them really sort of, uh, I guess, express something at a pace where you can absorb it. And then, of course, all the action scenes get lost in that as well, in being cut so quickly. I think there was yeah, a few oh, scenes... It's it's that, a
0: it's a pervasive like annoying problem of modern action cinema, I think, and I don't know why it's become the norm because it's it's frustrating.
2: Yeah, but this wasn't even for the action scenes; <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> it was just for
2: conversation and romantic scenes and all sorts of things, and it just was really cut so fast. So it lost me pretty early on as a result of that. and I mean, I watched it all and I sort of enjoyed parts of it. Um, But it was sort of stereotypical in a lot of respects. You know, they sort of did a token gay character who was pretty ineffectual most of the time. And so it sort of undermines even putting that into it.
0: Well, it was just, uh, I think, a a weak attempt at like giving him any depth of character is just to sort of swath over with a queer rush to make it like oh he's deep this movie's deep it's got something to say it's no it's like one throwaway line and then we're just going to make him as camp as humanly possible
1: i can't help but feel that's also a little bit of disney trying to kind of appeal to everybody as well and a totally look how inclusive kind of we way. are look how inclusive we are especially with other live action remakes that they've um, done in the past, specifically the Beauty and the Beast, where um LeFou was meant to be the first open gay character. And you know, it just shows him waltzing with one dude. I'm like, that's that's the moment you want to give this this community,
0: really. Because it's, it's because it because it's like, but we don't want to upset the families. So we yeah. can hint at it and we can just like well, We wouldn't want to upset our conservative fan base or
1: something to that effect. Yeah, so it feels like that, I guess, reveal of the character just comes off as disingenuous, where it could have been a touching moment that could relate back to the story, but it doesn't.
0: No, it's just it's there for,
1: like, to,
0: to check, a, check a box.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
2: I think lots of it was a checker box.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a
0: by numbers affair. Yeah, yeah. But But honestly, the movie—I was—I was was, all of the like little issues aside. I was really enjoying it up until they kind of actually set off on the adventure. Like there's hmm. there's a a cool, quirky like submarine fight in the harbor as they're leaving, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm enjoying this. This is a bit of fun." And then from the moment they left on the actual adventure, I was just like, (laughs) 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 it lost me. I don't know why. It just like the the overwhelming use of CGI to the point of like they're walking through the jungle and it's like well this is obviously a sound stage, <laughs> there's a couple of plants and then the plants behind them are fake. <laughs>
1: like- That's the part of the film that I think threw me off the most was just the over reliance on CGI. You can sort of tell that it's sort of everyone's acting on a green screen and it doesn't use any kind of practical offense, uh, effects or stunts. Like if you want to compare it to another Um, Disney film that's based on the theme park ride Pirates of the Caribbean had a similar thing but they still had a lot of practical stunts and practical offense that based the film in a lot more reality.
0: Their ship ship was in water for starters. The ship
1: was in water. (laughs) Um, When you see the fight with Jack Sparrow and um, Orlando Bloom's character on the wagon that seesaws up and down in the barn, that's really well choreographed and that sort of puts that film in a more realistic place whereas this one it's just like, it's... I can't suspend my disbelief enough.
0: <laughs> but nothing looked
1: quite right. A bit uncanny valley, yeah.
0: Yeah, and the conquistadors—it's like a bit of makeup and some. It would have looked amazing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You could have gotten just, a just really... these like
0: floating faces on like goofy bodies. It was just odd.
1: Yeah, I also um, didn't really buy into the noble story that they were trying to give the conquistadors from the get-go, oh, they're looking to um, get this flower that can heal all wounds because this man's um, child is very ill and unwell. And then they integrated with the indigenous group and everything was hunky-dory. That's not what Spanish conquistadors (laughs) did. (laughs) They were like playing playing in the yard with them and stuff. It was just like, we're here to take a gold, here are blankets, by the way, that has smallpox. (laughs) Just, I, I, yeah, I, I thought it was just a complete sort of whitewash. Trying to give those characters dimension when well, playing them as straight-up villains would have been, it it a, yeah. yeah, Having them as straight-up villains would have been perfectly sufficient.
0: But then you try to give them this like depth of character, and then when they like show up, that's just they're just boogeymen. There's no like,
1: mm-hmm. yep.
0: They're not. They're, there's no character to them. They're just scary monsters.
2: And they're left there at the end. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sort of thought like just, I thought it was a bit <laughs> weird. It was like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll just leave them. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's fraught with lots of problems, I find. I, I, I didn't find a lot of redeeming things in it, to be honest. it For me, um, I, I enjoy all these sorts of spectacle films and action pieces, but this one just cut away too often to really enjoy any of it. Um, I, and I think they tried to mix in too many elements mm. to make it work really well, because I think some of the bare bones parts of it might have worked really nicely. Like, I do like the idea that the curse attached them to the river, and that could create a lot of tension and ways of working with suspense and action sequences. But that was just one little tiny element on top of the other elements and that the were there. Else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just it's too busy, and it was like watching a animated postcard. It's the best way I can describe it. And you, you'd be flicking through the postcards really quickly as you watch each animation, and that's sort of how it felt to me as I watched it. And character depth, uh, not much at all, if any.
0: No, it um it. it... It it suffers from that, like, what the last few Pirates of the Caribbean movies suffered from as well. And I don't know why these movies need to be, like, two and a half hours long.
1: Yeah.
2: I I
0: really liked the pulpness of it because I'm really into that stuff. But even then, it didn't give me enough of that mind. Like, besides, like, costuming and a little bit of production design.
1: (laughs) I I think with the pulp aspect, if they just stuck with it, it would have improved the film a lot more. But instead, it's trying to throw in every single pulp reference that it could that it just reminds you of other movies that do it better
0: yeah absolutely i mean i like the the periods nice but underutilized like world war one's happening and like nothing is sort of have the germans show up why not like do it do no full indiana jones on it why not
1: yeah exactly there's there's nothing quite distracting for a film than you know bringing in a couple of evil germans (laughs)
0: It worked. It's worked. Yeah, it it's works. worked. It's worked. <laughs> um, and the, the the sort of twist with uh, Dwayne T. Rock Johnson's character um, just felt I didn't care by that point.
2: No, and I wasn't convinced about any sort of romantic chemistry between the two characters either. No. It was sort of just oh, I don't know. I'd, I guess it was a childish thing. If if we're talking about a kid's movie, then I'd go, all right, you could accept it to a point, but there was nothing in there to indicate that that was going to happen or even should. So the, the romantic interest just wasn't developed properly whatsoever.
1: No it was just a case of trying to sort of um supercut their way through oh they're bickering they must be in love or something like that um which which doesn't work and um, you have to take time with these sorts of things and I think Jason back to your point in terms of showing the pacing really quickly it doesn't dedicate the time to sort of foster that relationship between the two and make it believable
2: yeah there's the only point that i saw in the film that even gave it a a good nod was when they were looking through the camera um, the old film camera
0: oh, yeah that was nice to go it's sort
2: of silent yeah and i it was sort of underutilized in some ways i was sort of like going oh uh, that, that's a shame they didn't really play with that a bit more because it was a nice moment in it and it was probably the outstanding moment for me when i was watching it just seeing that um, and then the transition a la indiana jones map transition yep. from one I spot like, to another <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And they just did it the one time as well. Why not do it consistently throughout the film mm. to make it a recurring thing?
2: And it was one of the longer cuts.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, was
2: the longest, it was the
0: longest single shot in the film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. I mean, look, you could do worse, I suppose, as far as spectacle goes see Space Jam A New Legacy if you want to know how bad things can truly get. I don't think it's quite that bad. But it was just disorientating and the candy effects just in my eyes all the time from the opening shot of like an ant, a really bad CGI ant, Mm. all the way through to bad CGI London. Like I was just, I was over it. I was over the just look of it.
1: Mm. Yeah, you know, And
0: I don't know why Disney insists on doing movies like this, but it feels like every time they do a big, you know, big popcorn movie, it's just this CGI mess all the time from Wrinkling time Time, Tomorrowland, all of them.
1: Mm.
0: And I don't know why. I don't know why they think that that looks good. I mean, even the friggin' Fast and Furious movies are at least doing stunts.
2: Yeah, it's sort of hard to tell what stunts were happening in that one, <laughs> in this one. I mean, I should say, how um, bad did
0: swinging on a vine look? <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, just made me think. Well, what other rides could they turn into a film? Will they do, you know, the ghost train and
0: stuff like I, that? I and- wouldn't, I wouldn't know <laughs> what other, like uh, teacups. Let's do that one. <laughs> well, I,
1: I do hear they're trying to remake the um, haunted mansion. Yeah, so. I heard
0: that too. Yeah. yeah which of course they are yeah of
1: course why not it's Remake disney the Pirates
0: of the caribbean too i think
1: oh god
2: i don't know i think it's as much fun as lining up in the lines to these <laughs> rides to be honest <laughs> and,
0: and that is about right so jungle cruise if you love if you love cgi bad romance token characters and a uh, plot as deep as a teaspoon. This movie is for you.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Romancing the Stone. Go watch that. It's a fun yeah, movie. Go watch that. It's a much better movie. Go, it's much better movie. Michael Douglas is awesome in it. Danny DeVito's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's got your pulp fix. Or so go watch Indiana Jones, you know? Go watch the granddaddy of them all.
1: <laughs> anyway. I've been Scott.
2: I'm still Jason.
1: And I'm still Monica.
0: Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason Eddy, Monica Porto, and Scott Sauter. The clip for this week's show was from The Emperor's New Groove and the trailer for Jungle Cruise, and the song at the end was James Newton Howard's cover of Nothing Else Matters for the Jungle Cruise soundtrack. If you're enjoying the show, please, I invite you to jump on our podcast and leave us a review. It helps us expand the show and reach new listeners. And if you'd like to reach us on social media, we're available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash popculturepod, or on Twitter at popcultureau.